0: A European Space Agency satellite blasted off from Earth yesterday on an eight-year journey to the planet Jupiter. The mission, known as the Jupiter Icy Moons Explorer, or JUICE for short, aims to establish whether the Jupiter's moons have conditions needed to sustain Life To talk more on this ambitious mission, we're joined on the line by Professor Mike Kosh, uh, Chief Scientist at the South African National Space Agency, SANSA. Professor Mike, thank you very much for your time with us this morning. What is the significance of this mission?
1: Well, good morning. Yeah, this is a very significant exploration and discovery mission because it offers the opportunity discover whether the moons of Jupiter have conditions um, that are suitable for life. We we now know, we strongly suspect that there's liquid water on these moons, and liquid water is of course a very important component for life as we know it. Um, The other components are things like time and heat. which we know are already uh, available to us um, in the, on the other planets and the other moons. So um, there's a good chance that we might find that conditions on those moons were suitable for life or are suitable for life, mm-hmm. and that would be an exceptionally exciting discovery. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Why does it take eight years before reaching its final destination? Are you able to, uh, uh, perhaps in the simplest way, explain what, what, what the eight-year journey actually will look like?
1: Well, Jupiter is very, very far away, so um, the only way to shorten the trip is, of course, to to travel faster. But to travel faster, you need a bigger rocket, and there's a limit to the size of the rockets that we can uh, deploy. Mm. So basically, um, it's just the distance and the fact that we are close to the maximum size of rocket that we have available that means that we have to cruise for eight years. So basically, for eight years, satellite and its instruments are in sleep mode and they just wait until they arrive and then they get given the signal to wake up. It's Mm -hmm. not operating. Mm -hmm.
0: In in terms of then, uh, I suppose, keeping up with the rocket, the sort of messages that come back to to Earth, how how frequently um, will will those come in? or How frequently is it being monitored?
1: Well, they will monitor it on a daily basis to make sure that the instrument and the satellite remain healthy. Uh, The travel time For the signal to get from Jupiter back to us is about 45 minutes. So you don't have any, you can't give a command and expect the satellite to respond immediately. Mm. By the time you've given the command and it responds, at least 90 minutes have passed. So you are relying heavily on automation and, of course, a very good planning
0: And just finally, Prof, uh, the, the the discovery of of water, the discovery of water on Jupiter moons. what what might that mean for for us here on Earth when uh, you know there are all sorts of issues with, with water and we struggle with here could, could this be uh, the answer we're looking for?
1: Well, um, I doubt it's because there might be a very vast supply of water that may well be true, but the problem of transporting water, which as we all know, is quite heavy, Uh, basically probably means it's not possible. So I think um, we can solve our water problems a different way. Mm. Um, Getting water from somewhere else, like a planet or a moon, is probably not um, reasonably feasible.
0: All right. Well, we have, we have eight years to, to watch uh, what, what, what uh, this, this, this brings for us. And thank you very much uh, for, for helping us understand it a bit better, Professor Mike Kosh, Chief Scientist at the South African National Space Agency Center.